We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, everybody, to a next, the next edition of Get Your Popcorn Ready. Yes, sir. I am one of your hosts, T.O., and my other guy over here. My man Hatch is in the building. What's up? How like your boy? And we have a very special guest. Austin Eckler is in the building. Let's go, man. San Let's go, Diego man. Chargers. I, say, I love the energy. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. But don't say San Diego. I... Oh, yeah. That's push ups. Oh, oh, right. That's push ups. Oh, man. That's, push-ups. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a push ups. You always won. It's been how many six pu- years. How many push ups? <laughs> six years. Five push ups. I, I got to do Yeah, at least 20. Six oh, years. Man. 26 years. One, two, three. Four, five. Okay, we got it. There you go. There you go. You're right, you're right. It's the LA Chargers, ladies and gentlemen. The Los Angeles Chargers. So, how do you think it would have been different if you guys were still in San Diego right now? So, I was never in San Diego. Right. I've only been in LA. I was during the transition year. Right. But I noticed the difference when we were down there for like training camp before before we made the move up. Like, you'd go out to like the bars or like down to the beach, there'd be like in the restaurants, jerseys of Chargers up there, right? We come up here, people are like, who are, Who are you? y'all? <laughs> it's crowded. It's crowded in LA, you know, as far yeah. as entertainment. So that's what yeah. we're competing against, man. I mean, you're, you're sharing, you know, yeah. a lot of the limelight this year. Yeah. yeah. You got, I mean, from basketball world, you got the Clippers, right. and the yeah. Lakers, right. and then obviously now we got the Rams, we got you guys. USC, and, and you is such right. a prominent yes. football right. powerhouse. It's, it's embedded in the culture up there, right? And we're the new, we're the new kids on the block, right? right? right. So we got to earn respect, and that takes time, and it takes winning. Yeah. Right? right. So that's what we got. And then we got the Rams there as well. Right. Yeah. So we yeah. compete against them in our own space. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's tough right now. But hey, we'll, we'll, all we can do is players. We got to show up. Yeah. We got to make it exciting. Win games. Would you again, you're from a small town. Small and, and, town. Right. So small. would you do you like the small town or are you kind of getting used to this big city living? At type first, of man. So because I'm from like the country. Right. Like with 80 acres of just dry grassland right, right, right out in Colorado farmland. Right. right. Eaton, Colorado. Right. Eaton, Colorado. There it that's is. Right. Okay. That's right. Eaton. Eaton, okay. Colorado, and uh, out there, man, that's what I grew up around, so that's really all I knew at the time, and so, like, you know, coming out to L.A., I'm like, man, like, it's probably going to be too big, traffic, so yeah. many people, uh, but as I got older and just matured more, and I knew I wanted to go into the business space, that's what I went to school for, nice. and I just saw all the opportunities, and really, what I am, I'm an, I, I'm an opportunity chaser, right, as mm-hmm. we get in more into it, you'll hear more of my story, man, I'm just chasing as many opportunities as I can, plant as many seeds, right. and yes. so, bring coming to L.A., what what is I mean, there's opportunity yeah. all over the place. Everywhere. Right? And so it, it just showed me, like, hey, there's so much more out there, you know, than, than my little town, which I yeah. obviously knew but didn't really get to 
experience that until I get out here. Yeah. That's so awesome. how, how much of a, a transition or uh, adjustment, um, I would say, how much of an adjustment was that for you coming? Because like you said, coming from a small town, I'm, I'm yeah. equally where I'm from, Alexander City, Alabama, small, probably yeah. smaller than where you were from. Mm -hmm. But was it overwhelming? How was the adjustment going from like a small town then obviously to a big city? Yeah, because man. some people can't, honestly, they can't adjust that yeah. well. And then you said it. The maturation process of who you are, where you were then, and who you are now has, I guess, enabled you to, to be able to right. adjust. For me, I think I was so focused on the opportunity that I really didn't get caught up in that. I, was, I lived in a bubble, so just going back a little bit, you know, didn't really have much exposure to the NFL. I didn't even watch the NFL until like wow. my junior year of college. And, wow. You know, Same. and then my coach comes to me like, hey, man, you might have an opportunity. And so after my senior year, I dropped out my last semester and just went and trained. I went and trained. I said, you know what, if this is an opportunity that I have, I'm going to put everything into this so I can make sure that I can say at the end of the day, I put everything into trying to make it to this to this level and can play at, this, uh, at the league, right? And so I did just that, man, put every ounce of my energy into training for the league. And so when I finally did get picked up, you know, as a free agent to the Chargers, it was the same thing. My mindset never changed, so I was just football, football, just trying to maximize things that I could do to get my exposure up. I knew it was going to be in special teams, got into camp, right? So mm -hmm. my adjustment really didn't happen, I think, till after my first season because I was mm -hmm. so locked in. I was in a bubble of making sure I, like, I'm coming in sixth string, undrafted, yeah. you know, like right, right. every odd against me, right? And yeah. so the adjustment came after when I started – you know, to get established in the in the league, get established with the Chargers, where it's like now, you know, I've seen these opportunities that are coming to me because just because I'm part of the NFL and because we're in LA, which is you know, inter entertainment yeah. hub, where people, as far as one of my the coolest stories was for an endorsement, actually, it was for Power, Paramount. Um, they needed somebody the next day, and they're like, mm -hmm. "Hey, we need one of your teammates dropped out on us. We need someone from the Chargers. Can you do it?" Mm -hmm. And so they sent a helicopter to come get me. Wow! And it was insane. I was like, "This yeah. is never happened." Like, welcome I'm to LA. You know? like, yeah. I'm like, "What is this? This is insane!" You know? Awesome. So uh, it's been great. It's been a great adjustment yeah. so far, and looking forward to continue to grind. Well, that was your welcome to that LA, LA moment, right? Absolutely. Exactly. Right. That's, that's, that's what they do. That's what right. they do. Right. Everything welcome in LA, LA is pretty. It's sexy. It's big. Exactly. So I want to kind of go back because again, we always get into it about this because he really didn't even enjoy the sport of football right? yeah. growing up, right? I was all in from the ages of six, let's say. Mm -hmm. like, watch it every Sunday, and right. I'm sitting there taking notes as a kid, you know? And you say, like, you really didn't watch NFL football until you got to college, which is crazy to me. So what was going on during your high school career as far as, like, uh, I don't really care about being a professional athlete. I don't really, you know, that's not my focus. Like, what right. was your focus if sports wasn't your focus? Man, it, was, it was just more so on the, on the moment. You know, and I think that's so powerful, especially what I, because I, I translate that to today. Like, I focus on the moment, because that's mm -hmm. what, that's the most important thing. That's the only thing you can control is what I have right now in my, in my hands. And so, for me, during that time, I had a bunch of different sports. You know, I had the work life at home. Uh, my mom's ex-husband, he built fence, so the summers mm -hmm. were building fence. So, just working, 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 whether it was sports, whether it was school. My mom was a school teacher, so she was on my ass for all that. Mm -hmm. And then it was during the summers, building fence. And so there was wow. a work culture within our just our, my little family there out, mm -hmm. out in the plains, man. So that really got engraved into me. So it wasn't really it wasn't really looking forward to like oh like what's this next goal that I might. It's like hey, take advantage wow. of now, and then the results will play themselves out from what the work that you put in right now. Wow, you know? yeah, that's impressive. So again, you know, we're high school football, you know, in that and the five star mm -hmm. and four star. Then they go to Alabama and Clemson. Right, right, right. right, right. You go to Western Colorado. Right, right. right it was right. Western State. It wasn't Colorado. <laughs> 2,300 kids, you said. Yeah. And again, yeah. I went to Langston University. He went to a small school. So we're all four, 
you know, it's not about going to Ohio State, Notre Dame, right. USC, right? That doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, but when did you find out, okay, this small school, like, I had a scout come see me? Like, what right. was that process like when you found out? Yeah, man, out? so, like, my senior year, man, I was, I just I just dominated, man. Right. Like, five, six touchdowns a game, you know how it is. Like, I'm averaging, I'm averaging 10 yards a carry, like, wow. 240 rushing yards a game, wow. you know? But I go to a school that has 500 students, which, I don't know if that's small or big to you, but... Mm-hmm. In Colorado, it wasn't really seen as like a, a an athlete school, right? right? So I'm out here dominating. Like, okay, like maybe I'll get some interest from somewhere. Nobody comes. Mm-hmm. I have some D1 AA's come to me. They're like, oh, you know, maybe come as an athlete, as a corner. We'll see where you fit in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah, I want to play running back, man. Right. I want to play yes. like I'm a running. I play that forever. That's what yep. I want to do. Um, and so finally, I had Western Colorado come to me, and they're like, hey, our, our senior uh, running back just graduated. Mm-hmm. We have a new spot you can come compete for. And boom, sign me up. I'm gonna play running back. And so that's where, you know, my journey okay. to Western was, uh, was born. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Because, again, yeah. once you get to, the co- or get to college, you're still like, um, I don't know what position I'm really going to be good at in three years. Or, you know, maybe the coach sees me as something yeah. else, right? So, and so that's like, something I'll add, too, it. man. It's like, look, I, I feel like I had all the numbers, I had all that. But one thing that they couldn't measure was what was between my there ears, you go. Man. And like I told you, I had that work culture in my family, and they yeah. they, they can't can't measure that. It's not yeah. measurable on paper, right? Yeah. They don't know that I'm in the weight room grinding. I, yeah. I, I remember one call, my mom. She's like, "Where are you at?" And I was I was working out Snap Snap Fitness. That was the okay. gym. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Mom, I'm trying to be a millionaire, man. <laughs> like I mean, I'm just grinding. It. I'm just working because I know I, I, if I put the work in now, results will continue to just pay off, right? Awesome. Uh, and so that's that stayed with me to this day, stayed with me to my journey to the to the charge, right? Where I put everything in, like let's let's go work, right. and then if it happens, great. It was meant to be. If not, we'll we'll move that mindset to something else, yeah. and I'll grow in something else. And that's how its journeys continue to express itself over time, right? right. Where I was six string, working my way up, split yeah. reps. Now I'm a starter. Now I'm starting my empire and real estate, all this other stuff, building my app, my foundation, you know, all the social stuff, right? It just keeps going. You try to mm-hmm. embed this mindset into every aspect of my life and plant all these seeds, right? Mm-hmm. And I start to I plant all these seeds and they start to, you know, sprout and then they nurture other things and other mm-hmm. new opportunities come yeah. out. Yeah. It just keeps going, like stuff that you're doing, you right. know, you're right. doing the same thing, mm-hmm. right? You have you have your skill. People say, so you know, shoot for the stars. I say, build up your floor. So mm-hmm. no matter what, you fall, you're still up here. Mm-hmm. I ain't shooting for the stars, putting everything and risking everything. And if, if I fall, I'm way down there again. I got to start over, yeah, so build that shit up, yeah. right? No matter what happens, yeah. I'm already up here. You can't, yeah, you can't get anything less than here. Absolutely. Right, this is my floor, so that's where my mindset plays a part into it, and that's how it took me through my journey. That's so, awesome. Yeah, so and can... add motivational speaker to that. Let's <laughs> go right here. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I love we it. We just, uh, you know, played off the welcome to the welcome to your uh, LA uh, type of moment. Um, obviously, understanding and hearing you talk about obviously being on special teams. Yeah, uh, we've all been there. I yeah, know I have. Uh, yeah, playing kick return, playing kickoff team. You know, playing the L one all these type of things. Yeah. So. Uh, in playing football, going through the special teams, um, understanding like, yeah, you got to grind and before you really, you know, get your opportunity at running back. Yeah. What was your aha, your welcome to the NFL moment? Wow. Um, I think we're, uh, there's a couple different moments, but I think when I actually feel like I actually got some recognition as far as like, welcome to the NFL, like, hey, someone said my name kind of thing, mm-hmm. uh, was in training camp during my rookie year. And I was, so I was six string in the running back, but I was also on scout team, special teams. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. So I'm wearing number three. You can't even wear that. So yeah, yeah. And I was a running back, and 
I remember, like, I put, I, I treated, like, my life depended on it. Like, this is the most important thing that I have oh, to get this done, absolutely. right? And so we, we finally start going live during special teams, and I'm, I'm, I'm untouchable. Like, my mindset, you will not block me. I will right. get down the damn field, and I will make this play. Make I will time. get in position. It's so crazy right. to hear yeah. him say this, yeah. because I remember, like I said, when it got to the point to where I was, like, one of the guys on, like, a starter, mm -hmm. and I didn't play special teams anymore, mm -hmm. and we used to sit back and just watch, like, special team practice, what he's describing, mm -hmm. when he says he's running down like his life depends on it, literally, some of these guys, <laughs> some of these guys yeah. are on special teams. Yeah. They know that they're not going to be able to play at any other position but special teams. Right. And they go down, they run like you talking about running like your your hair is on fire. Oh, literally, like, you're, running, yes. like, you're, like you're, I told, I told the guys, I tell them every year, your life depends on this. Your livelihood right. in the league depends on you Absolutely. making plays on that special teams. That is so teams. crazy. You know, so, and so boom, one time there's me, I'm flying down the field, right, made a guy. Made my guy that's supposed to block me miss, you know, flooded up the returner. Mm -hmm. And we came back to uh, our special teams meeting, and Coach Lynn, our head coach at the yeah, time, he didn't, even, he didn't even know my name. Right. Like, Who, yeah. Who's number three? Number three. Who's yeah. number three? <laughs> and Coach Stu, you know, gave it his, like, Stu. that's. That's, that's my dog. Yeah, yeah. you know yeah. Coach Stewart? Yeah, that's yeah. what's up. George Stewart, man. Yeah, yep. good guy. That's, good guy. that's a whole other story, man. Right. But just a quick thing on him. He, he made me want to play so much harder for him just because of the, mm. the passion he had. Cut the, the fat. He, mm. you know, he, the passion he had for the game. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, but Coach Lynn comes in, Coach Stu says, yeah, that's that's Eckler, man. He's giving us a hell of a look out there. And I was like, my final, like, yes, like, I'm mm -hmm. getting, like, I'm getting some type of recognition. Yeah. Here. And that's what you have to do, like, especially when we talk to a lot of kids. Um, some kids, they, they want it right now. You know, yeah. they, they feel entitled. They, they expect because they did sure. certain things in high school or a certain level that it's going to be given to them. Mm -hmm. You got to go out there and put it on tape because, like For I said, sure. the eye and sky don't lie. And when you go through practice, go back to your dorm room, whatever the case may be, go home, you're being evaluated. So mm -hmm. you have to show up on tape, and that's what you have to do. Like, you no, no matter what, you, like I said, you have yeah. no choice. Go out there, do your job. You're going to be recognized because it's going to stick out. Yeah. No I think what the, the fans really don't realize how deep that story was, right? Because mm -hmm. we're talking to a running back. You scored 20 touchdowns last year. Last year. Right? <laughs> so everybody's thinking, okay, your highlight, he asked you what you remember from, you know, the beginning of your Chargers career. Yeah. They just know you're going to say a touchdown, right? Nah. He yeah. said... Yeah. You're Went well down good. on kickoff or punt coverage, mm -hmm. ran around a guy, mm -hmm. and just thudded a guy so, up. So, even building right? on that, man, like my favorite stat till this day is my rookie year, I led the NFL on tackles on punt. Because that same mindset stayed yes. with me. Like, this is how I have to get implemented. This is how I eat. This is how I eat. I'm making these tackles. So, and guess what? I was making the damn on. tackles. Come on. You know, right. that's, I got embedded. Like, yeah. oh, let's try them on offense. Because yeah. yeah. right. it's, yeah. it's not about going out and scoring touchdowns at that moment exactly. of your career, right? Exactly. You have to go ahead and get to the, to the first part of having the coach know your name. Right. You know Literally. what I'm saying? Literally. Literally. Right. So that's yeah. awesome. And then to, I mean, to piggyback what he said, I mean, to see where you are now. And it's just like life. It's a journey. Mm. You know what I mean? It's, it's where you start, yeah. and then it's everything in between. And mm. your journey is still going. You know, it, 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 hasn't, it hasn't been cemented yet. Right. You're still on that journey of yeah. where you want to be. And I think, obviously, I think to be where you are, to be the running back that you are, to be one of two charters to score 20 touchdowns mm. in a season. That's a big accomplishment in itself. Absolutely. And that meets, for me, that tells me a lot about who you are now and just listening to your story and your mindset. Having that mindset as a rookie going down on special teams, you're taking that same mindset as a running back mm -hmm. and, like I said, implementing and being the focal point on your offense. What is next for 
for Austin Eckler? What's what is what is next for you? And I know you're you're on that journey. Yeah. What what is it going to take for you to be satisfied? Is it the Super Bowl? Is it individual goals or what have you? And I know that's part of it. But like I said, right. everybody thinks differently. Everybody's that's different. why I'm asking. Right. So you talked about the journey, mm -hmm. and for me, that that's where I find fulfillment. Like that's my fulfillment life. Like it's deeper than happening. People try like, oh, try to be happy. Nah, I'm like, nah, I ain't trying to do that, man. I'm trying to be fulfilled. Like, mm, right. come like on. no matter where my life is, I feel like I, I put so much effort into it and I feel like I've done enough and continue to grow. Whether I get the results I want or not, I'm putting the effort into it. So I feel like I that's all you really can do. And so it's the same thing when it comes to football. Like my fulfillment in football is, I, there is no end. Mm. How far am I gonna go? I didn't even know I was gonna be here. Mm. I didn't even know about the NFL. Right. You know, I'm so the same way. <laughs> you, I ain't talking about Pro Bowl, all this stuff. Right, right. That will be a result of my that's work, of my journey. Mm -hmm. But that's what I focus on. Yeah, I, I wanna, how old are you? I'm 27. 27. Now. So 27. mature, right? I was definitely wasn't mature at 27. I mean, we've, we've we've had a couple of guys on this show that were very mature for the age. Yeah, yeah. some guys yeah. that are in college right now. Yeah. But I was like, there's not many that. Or where you are right now, as you said, that, are, that think the way you, the, right. the, the way you I would do. say like three or four years ago, like I, I just heard a statement and now I'm like, I learned to not be emotionally connected to the result. Yes. And that's yes. what, mm, at, I at 27, gonna, I didn't I was get that. Say the same you know thing. what I'm saying? I'm not results driven. Right. Like, I'm, I'm journey driven. Yes. I, I want that hard work. That's yeah. what I want because that's yeah. going to make me character. That's going to build me up. That's going to yeah. make me a better person. That's building my floor. Mm -hmm. Right. I want, I want the work. Right. I want that hardship. You know, and then the results will come because of that. Exactly. And that will be even greater because I'm searching for that. I'm seeking the challenge, right? I'm living on yeah. the edge of the brink of my capacity of yeah. what I can do because that's where you're going to be developing. Yeah. You know? That's awesome. Now, are you, again, because you're a different type of character, right? <laughs> would you say that, right? Yeah, I, I would say In a good way. A different. But yeah, now, I want to take that to the locker room because we... There, we have more of guys like you in the locker room. We have a good locker room. We have mm -hmm. a good locker room. We have a good team, right. right? So, who are like some of the guys that kind of think of like like you? Like how they like, process things like you? <laughs> like I would like to I would like to know that who's in that locker room? Oh, different personalities. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, see, on our we got a unique situation right now where we lost a lot of leadership, and I feel like we didn't really pick up a lot of leadership, mm -hmm. and that's where I feel like I. I kind of formulated into a role. Because yeah. you're a leader now. You're going on your sixth year in the league. You're, that's, you're an old school dang near. Exactly. I kind of got forced right. in the situation. Yes. By default. Like, yes. Where it's like no one else is saying anything. I'm definitely going to say something because I'm trying. I need, I need all of us to do well so that yes. I can do well at the same time. Yes. Right? Um. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
And so as far as guys that think, like, I think Sebastian, we just picked up one, a guy okay. um, over from, I think he came over from the Rams. Sebastian, we got a guy from uh, Vin, well, no, Van Noy. Van Noy over from the Patriots as well. Okay. As well. Some, some of the older guys that have been around, which it takes time. Like Justin going into year three. Right. He, he's not that vocal leader right now. Right. He's still, he's still building confidence. Derwin James. <laughs> Definitely a guy that's right. going to be talking. That it's not even talking. It's just it's more like bringing guys along, you know, right. like mm-hmm. making sure guys are ready, guys are locked in. Mm-hmm. You know? And sometimes like leading by example, I think speaks a lot, that's says right. a lot, especially when guys are not vocal or verbal. Right. You know what I mean? And then right. when you don't have a team full of veteran mm-hmm. and you don't have that leadership, then like you said, you're kind of thrown into that, thrust into that role by by default. Right. So uh, in order to obviously to be successful, at some point you have to start speaking up. Now you don't want something to kind of go wrong or derail yeah. during the course of the season. Then you know, right. sort of being reactive. But right now, right. You'd, be, you'd rather be proactive than reactive, reactive. No at this point. No doubt. Mm-hmm. And it, I, it kind of brings me back to a situation I remember I had in college. So my first year in college, there was only five seniors on the team. Wow. So what does that tell you? The piece, wow. People were wow. dropping out. <laughs> wow. We have right. five seniors. Five seniors. Yeah. five seniors on the team my, my rookie year. We yeah. ended up graduating with 25. You know, so we stayed. We, my group stayed through. We got it done. Okay. Uh, but like I remember our first road game, people messing around on their phones, talking during meetings, and coach asked, does anyone have anything? I remember I was so nervous. I'm a freshman, right? Mm-hmm. I'm getting up here. I'm like, it seems like I, I remember trembling. I was almost like, I'm getting yeah. teary-eyed because I'm like, I care so much. Yeah. It seems like y'all don't care. Really? Like, y'all don't want to be here. Like, I'm trying to go out here and win a game and do something, mm-hmm. you know, and you guys are all here f-ing around, mm-hmm. you know, and so I, I that's still, it's, it's within me. Yeah. It's not who yeah. I am all the time, right, right, but it's right, within exactly. me, right? right. Just going yeah. back to the moment. Saying, like, yeah. mm-hmm. You got to be proactive before, instead of reactive, right? right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So, and now, again, now Chargers locker room, again, like I said, uh, quarterback's going on his third year. You are one of the vets on mm-hmm. the team, right? Shoot, it's crazy because, sorry, a little interjection, no, you good. but. Besides Keenan, I'm the second guy that's been there the longest. Yeah, yeah. The you old school, yeah, man. Old At 27, like, old like, school. You know, yeah, Keenan's what, what, third? This is, uh... You're you nine? He's turned, he's turned 30, like 10, but going into, like, nine or ten. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, man. That's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you're the vet. I'm not the oldest, but as far as being around, right? the Chargers, Tenure-wise, yeah, for sure. So, obviously, like I said, Justin, he's definitely made himself... Uh, yeah. Kind of a household name when you talk about talk about top, I would say top ten quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, top ten, you said. I would I would have to say. I mean, just I like on it. his progression, um, especially year year two, and now we're going into year three. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think that the ceiling is for this guy? Because I mean, we've seen, like I said, there's going to be there's been some comparisons of his play style. Yeah. Um, obviously, like I said, for me to see where he is now, uh, coming from from Oregon, and obviously, like I said, people are like, oh, he's going to be a good quarterback. No, he's not. Yeah. Uh, he's come in from year one and year two and kind of solidified himself and then off you guys had a little bit of a you know a, a run you know going into right, the playoffs right. what is it going to take for los angeles chargers to get back to be obviously i think you guys are contender mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. to win the super bowl right uh and even just speak staying with justin man like i came from a situation where i was with philip for three right. years mm-hmm. yeah. 17 years right mm-hmm. you know seeing how he operates he runs mm-hmm. practice he runs the offense mm-hmm. he's running all the audibles things like that mm-hmm. to now a new guy on the block you mm-hmm. know 
um, and just seeing the growth. So what I think Justin's done a great job over the first two years is showing his athletic ability that he can physically do it. Mm, and bro. so as we know, as been playing, just players, just there's so much mental game to yes. this thing, you know. Yes. And that's where Philip excelled. Like Philip already knew the defense based on who we were playing because he knew the defensive coordinator. He knew what they like to run. Yeah, like, and <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He showed us. He showed us stuff yeah. in like 2005. Like hell, yeah. I remember yeah. we were playing Miami, but now we're playing the Broncos. But this guy was here, and so this is what he likes to run type of stuff, right? Yep. right. And so that's that's where that's where the gap is right now is right. the exposure which it takes time you know mm -hmm. he physically can do it but as far as getting the mental game down which I think I think is the thing that really caters you to get to the next next level, next level. Yeah. It's um, how he prepares exactly mm -hmm. and so it's it's that but then it's also just having the guys around you to actually continue to, right. to yep. get it done for so you so that's too. where you're yep. gonna come in so exactly I mean, pick, it up, that, pick up the piece there. Have to I mean 20 touchdowns ain't enough obviously right. you gotta get 25 right. you know exactly. obviously we're gonna make the playoffs you know? <laughs> right. down to the end right, right. right. exactly so, so now like you said you just mentioned it you touched on it it's just about the players surrounding yeah. him like I said he can be the best quarterback in the league but if he doesn't have the weapons no. obviously run pass combination um, to, we all definitely to, have to the really weapons, to, though. Right, to expand, uh, to span upon his his athletic ability and his and what he can do down the field. Right. Um, that's I think that's going to be what's going to be key. Uh, right. for the success of, of the team, and then obviously you got to throw in some twenty plus touchdowns again, mm. bro. Mm. I'm telling you. So and that, I'll, I'll add on that because like we, we do have the players. We have players that have showed they consistently play at a at a high level. Mm -hmm. But you know how it is, man. Every single year you have to come out and prove that it's again. It's different. Yes, sir. You have to prove that again. It doesn't matter who you have. Right. It matters what you do. Yep. You know, and so yeah, you have people that have a rapport, have a history, which is great because then mm -hmm. you can have some type of expectation. But if you don't come out and meet those expectations, it doesn't matter. You know, Keenan right. Allen's great. He's got to come out and do it again, show it again. Can he keep doing it? Right. You know, yep. so that's what's going to take from all of us. That's what every single team in the league is trying to show, that they're the most consistent, can play at the highest level for the longest. Yeah. Right. Let, let me, let me I want to ask you this about the, again, because we know 20 plus touchdowns, I thought you should have went to the Pro Bowl, right? <laughs> so, of course, but you're, I know what you're, how you're going to answer it. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm doing the journey. No. But, but, but again, so, but, I know, right? But you don't, you don't, you don't that doesn't bother you because you enjoyed exactly. the journey. Exactly. Right? Exactly. It's, you control, no, you control, you control what you control. You control, you control. But that's, that's, no, 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 no. I know, but that's I'm what, that's, that's, that's it's right over right though. It's bro, over. That, it's over. It. But that's disrespectful. Uh, do you know, the, do you know the three that went though? No, I don't care. No. If a dude breaks twenty touchdowns in a in a season, bro, what? Do you, I I agree. That's not no. I agree. Grounds for, I agree. for a Pro Bowl spot? Mm. Mm. I, Are you I, kidding I didn't me? Vote, right? Who I didn't vote. Know you like that? The fans. The, fa the fans. First of all, they need to take the, the fans out of. It. Yeah, we're, so, so let, let me ask that. you this, we're right? Bro, that's so yeah, the yeah. the fans who voted for you for the yeah. Pro Bowl, yeah. or. Do you want to show more love to your fantasy football owners? Because you're very high Ooh, when it comes fancy, to fantasy bro, football. Fantasy hands you're down. you're everywhere across the country when it comes to fantasy. Well, I mean, I said it earlier, but I'm chasing opportunities, man. Okay. Talk about opportunity, bro. Like I'm on every fantasy league. Yes. I'm, I'm every top top pick. Yeah. You know. So as far as the Chargers, we said it's super competitive up here. We don't have as, as many Charger fans as a lot of these places that have like you know implemented their football season right, team right. into their city, right? But where can I get exposure? Not just in my city, but across the entire world. Yeah. It's fantasy football. So absolutely, I'm putting so much effort into That's that, doing awesome. giveaways. I got my show. Like That's we're doing awesome. all this stuff with fantasy because okay. I got like 50 to one fantasy fans, the Charger fans. So where am I? Where are my fans gonna yeah. be? Where are my followers? Where's my opportunity? 
it's in fantasy football, right, right, you know, right, right, and so yeah. it, it's about it's about creating something that you can build on for me anyway in the future, right? Mm-hmm. And so I had to follow on following opportunities, right? right? So Finding your own line, creating exactly, your own yeah. niche. I'm, so I'm tell people about the show. Tell us about the show. So yeah, it's called Eckler's Edge, and so okay. I'm not like an expert about fantasy football at all. I didn't really start getting into it, so people started hitting me up, like, "Hey, thanks for scoring me all these points." Right. Oh, I know. <laughs> like, do, I, do I get paid for me scoring points? <laughs> right. I haven't played in like ten years, man. You want me so much? You want so many leagues and fantasy. I know, yeah, we missed that one with the, with the PA. It is, it is, but, um, <laughs> Eckler's Edge. Eckler, yeah, Eckler's Edge. So basically what it is, it's a draw to the community. Like, I'll answer the questions, talk about, like, what I think about some matchups. We'll answer some questions. I love talking about life, motivation, that stuff just mm-hmm. runs within me. Uh, so it's a combination of that. We'll bring on some other guests, talk to them about, you know, how the season's going, what they got going outside of football. Awesome. Uh, so it's, it's just a talk show where we implement fantasy and, uh, and life. Now, where pe- life can people together. find it? We're, yeah, so we're it's with Yahoo. Okay, so we find it in the Yahoo uh, Fantasy Sports app. Actually, that's awesome. So Congratulations, man! I appreciate awesome. it, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, so let's talk about. Like I say, we've talked. You've talked about a number of opportunities. You're yeah. chasing opportunities. Uh, I got a chance to talk to you about that within that FCF. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah. Owner yeah. With fan Control of, Football League yeah, with yeah. one of the owners right here. Exactly. <laughs> uh, fan Control Football League. Uh, mm-hmm. How did you? How did you come about? Yeah. That and how did you enjoy it? Yeah. So I mean, during COVID. Uh, I started streaming on Twitch, which the FCF games are, you know, presented mm-hmm. on Twitch. On. Yep. Um, so there was the opportunities presented to me from there. I built up this huge community on Twitch because there was no, no other no other content during COVID, oh, right? right? So I was like, shoot, I'm getting on Twitch. I'll interact with everyone on there. And so they reached out to me before the league is even a thing. And uh, they're like, hey, we're thinking about doing this concept, trying it out, why everything's kind of shut down, putting everyone in a bubble, playing some games. And so that was year one. There was only four teams at the time. And uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, like this is what I'm about. I'm about community, I'm about football, and opportunity, right? right. This is creating opportunity. Perfect marriage, right. This is creating opportunity for guys to get some exposure out there, things like that. So like, let's do it. And then, yeah, year one went through. We were the Wild Aces, got that championship, and got the dub. So okay. there it uh, is. And ran it back again. And then, yeah, we expanded the league. You came yeah, in. Yeah, yep, I came in and played yeah, a little yeah, bit. The yeah, Zappers. And yeah. then I got traded to Knights yeah, of yeah, All over. It, right. It's, it's, it's still chaos right now. It's organized <laughs> chaos is what it is right, right now. Yeah. It's, it's with any startup, you know. It's what to be expected. But just things like that, opportunities that have been presented to me because of, you know, just okay. the, the efforts I'm putting out into the community, right. man. That's really what I'm trying to look for. And often being realistic, what do you think about some of the talent that's in FCF? And I know for me, I'm going to say there, I know there's a number, a couple of guys that can be playing in the league right yeah, now. Yeah, for sure. Well, just understanding your path, your journey, and what I saw for eight weeks, yeah. I know for damn sure there's two or three guys that can be or should be at least given a shot. Yeah, on or a practice, practice squad. squad. Yeah, practice squad that is playing in the FCF yeah. right now, bro. I'm, no I'm, 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 I'm one of the guys off the top of my head. Two guys, actually three guys. Andrew Jamil. <laughs> yeah, for sure, should be in the practice squad at least. Andrew Jamil, yeah. Jordan Smith, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna give my man James Harden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not the yep. basketball player. No, James not the basketball guy. The guy James Harden. Trust right. me. Just thinking about your path, your journey, yeah. and I think I've talked to these guys. If they have the right mindset, just given the opportunity, I think they'll make it. There's a disconnect, though. Here's the th- here's the, where we are lacking, and why these leagues actually have some type of you know grip is because we don't have a semi-pro. Right. Like we're not like baseball. No, where no, they got no like, matter what minor, you know. Yeah, there's yeah, exactly. There's no, no minor. minor so basically, if you make it or 
you go overseas or you don't, right? And even overseas, they have limits on how many Americans they can take, all that stuff, and you gotta change your entire life, go to a different country, so that's not really intriguing to people. So there's a a lot of talent still out there that maybe only needs a couple more years of development or just didn't get the right exposure, you know? And so I 100% agree that there's definitely some talent all over the place. Hopefully what Dwayne Rock Johnson is doing with XFL, hopefully this will be sort of a segue, right. kind of a plug and play, filling that gap of what we're talking about right. to get some of these guys, again, more exposure and obviously fair opportunity because right. they're saying, you, you think about, you know, obviously it's 73, 75 guys on, on a team. Like right. I said, you have, you have your 53-man roster, but there's yeah. a lot of guys, like I said, that, you know, they're just collecting the check, you know, throughout the course of the year. They may never get uh, any, right. any playing time, right. but they're, you know, doing enough just to stay on the squad. Obviously, they're doing practice squad, doing, you know, scout team, things of that nature. Yeah. Uh, but again, like I said, there's a lot of other talent yeah. um, that's out there that just have hungry too. Yeah, like they just, they're feeding, they want yeah, something. Right, right, like, right. That's why they're doing like FCF, things like mm-hmm. that, like yeah, XFL, absolutely. right? Yeah. Right. They still got that drive, still young, and they mm-hmm. should be. Like, you're only young one time in your life, man. You know, right. like, you only do this for so long. Yeah. You know, and people ask me, you right. forever. People ask me, why are you still doing it? Yeah. it honestly it's because I can still do it right. I honestly feel like I can still do it I can move around I right. can do it just as well as some some of these young guys that are out there um, like I said just not given the opportunity because everybody throws in the age factor right. Um, right. but other than that like I said it's not that, age it's the old factor you old as hell that's what it is <laughs> hey, it's cool I can do it. I'm, doing it. I'm doing it I'm doing it for the old people yeah, for, yeah you represent for the old folks you know what I mean but uh, like I said I mean, people like I said they're intrigued and like I said that's why that's really kind of like my answer you know and if it's not that we would that will be my answer going forward it's like yeah. why are you still doing it because I'm able I can. to still can. yeah because I can life. and I can still, still do it some people are judging me on what I'm doing by what they right. can't do, do right. at my age you right. know what I mean? or the, what their expectation for someone your age should do yeah. right. and you're not doing that so they're like oh they're yeah. questioning right. exactly right. And, and, yeah. I'm not, and not giving the opportunity because like I said I honestly said this is no knock on Tom Brady obviously there's a lot of factors as to why he's doing what he's doing mm-hmm. but I know for sure if Tom Brady can do it at, at his age different I position mm-hmm. I know that's, that's all they're going to say right but again there's a lot of factors into that yeah he has protection mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. or somebody like me I don't have that protection mm-hmm. like oh we may get hurt this and that what that that's for, that's for anybody anybody right. go across the middle we're just having this tackle. Um, this conversation about even about the rap game right jay-z's at 40 at 52 still mm-hmm. rapping right now 20 30 years ago nobody ever wanted to see a 50 year old rapper right. but now it's okay for him to do it because he changed that he changed the landscape of right. what it is because exactly. so if you want to change the landscape change the right. landscape yeah mm-hmm. hey you guys ever short of receiver hey man Let's go, brother. You got me, bro. Go. Hey, you know where I am. I'm well, again, now, now, that, Tom, now that you're on Tom, ownership side, you know, you're you're an owner. No, now. I ain't talking about no FCF. No, um, no I know. I'm talking about, I'm talking about the league. I'm talking about the real. I know. I'm saying, do you look at it differently now, even because you can take that right. business perspective from that league and now with the NFL, same thing. You're looking and evaluating players. I, was gonna, I mean, I, I went to school for business. You know, and so I, I definitely have that type of mindset when I'm looking at, yeah, like my evaluation. Like, there's like the only time I compare myself to other players, right, mm-hmm. is when it comes to like 
negotiations type of stuff. Other than that, I'm trying to compete against myself, just be the best that I can mm. be, right? But yep. be the best you. All right, yeah. Boom, there it is. Be there the it is. Yeah, that's the foundation shirt. Okay, yeah, be, be the best you. Yeah, no, that's that's all we can try to do. And so, but when it comes down, you, you can't stray away from it. There's always a business, you know, side to always. to any of our industries. Yeah, you know, and so you, you can't you can't just go away from that. Like you can't right. get away from it. It's right. always going to be there. So you have to understand it. You have to know how it works. And you have right. to be like, hey, so there's some things I can't control because of these business yeah. things. Yeah. You know. What can you uh, tell your fantasy owners to expect from you this season? I, I get this all the time, and there's like this this misconception because I'm always like vocalizing like, look, I'm looking for someone to take reps off of me. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like someone because yeah. I know my longevity in the league. And I know you know I'm trying to stay as efficient as I can. Yeah. So people are like, oh, why do you want Austin? Like he's trying to give up his rep. It's like no, I'm trying to stay efficient. Yes, yes. For years, not for games. Exactly. For years, right? Sustain because like this. This game beats you up, yeah. right? But as far as me and my play, like when I am on the field, I'm obviously trying to be the most efficient that I can. But here's the thing. When I'm used and how I'm utilized on the field, they're throwing me the ball. I caught like 70 balls last year, and yeah. they're, it, they're handing it to me. Yeah. They're, they're just giving me the ball any way they can. And where are they getting me the ball? In the red zone. Yes. Right? So what are you looking for in a fantasy, in a fantasy running back? The guy that catches the ball, especially if you have PPR, the guy that catches the ball, the guy that's running it, and the guy that's scoring touchdowns. It's, yep. it's the trio. It's the trifecta. Yep. Right? Yep. And so, I mean, that's all I've ever done as far as, I'm, as long as I've been healthy. That's what I've been doing. And so, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of great picks out there, but yeah. your boys you're, you're the pick. You, you are the pick. But it's crazy because in fantasy football, you mean like most of the time the runner who gets you down to the goal line, then they bring in another right, runner. Right, but right, it's right, risky, right. you know, it's a show of respect that you get look, to stay in. You're a three down we'll, back. Look, we'll still do that. We'll, if we're on the one or two yard line, we might bring in a bigger body. Right. You know, I, I I am what I am. You know, I'm, I'm five nine. You know, one you five eight. Stop playing. You know, you five, five eight. Five, <laughs> five eight. Five eight. So we're not rounded up there. Five nine. One ninety five. You know, and so I got to score from a little further out. But, hey, I got no problems. Dude. I'll make a guy miss. I'll get in there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. My next question is, obviously, being here in Los Angeles, you have, you know, the Rams. You have your, your set of the Chargers. Um, obviously, sometimes that can be a little power struggle, mm. team struggle. Like we have Fan the Los Angeles struggle. Lakers. You have the Los <laughs> yeah, Angeles Clippers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, everybody kind of knows this is Laker town. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously with the Rams winning their you know championship here, mm-hmm. uh, first time in the stadium, is there like a you know is there extra motivation to try to you know kind of reclaim or really kind of stake your claim here in Los Angeles of who's the best team? Right now, they have one leg up on you. Yeah, they got a bit yeah big leg. <laughs> I, I try I try to downplay it a little bit. You they know won I mean? the Super Bowl in their own stadium. Right. Like, God, in man. your stadium as well. Yes, Which right. The one right. that we played. It right. would have been right. epic if it was us against them. But yes, we yeah. you know we dropped our part. They held up theirs. But um, <laughs> yeah, man, it, it's such a crowded neighborhood as far as you know entertainment. <laughs> yeah. It's so crowded. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. So, bro, <laughs> we're all fighting. We're all fighting for fans out here, and they won the Super Bowl. Speaking so. of real estate, yeah, yeah, you're fighting for real estate. <laughs> right. Fighting for real estate. So, you know, it's something that, that's one of those things we can't control. We got to show up, we got to play. You know, we're trying to bring in as many fans as we can. You know, it's more so on the organization side. And it is on us. We're the product. We got to go out there and make it exciting. So, as long as we're winning games. But even that, like, the Rams just won the Super Bowl. They're still going to have this same problem we have trying to fill their stand with their own fans yeah you know yeah. and so it, it takes it's gonna take time yeah it's but they're time. doing the necessary thing and, and winning kind of yeah yeah, yeah. we gotta pick up that category but like i said honestly i know i was just joking about the o and two but you guys you're, you guys are on the cusp of doing some great things i see the pieces that you have mm. in tow it's there um obviously new head coach um you know obviously the, what you're doing in the backfield obviously you got a 
uh, you know, great quarterback, mm -hmm. uh, great receiving core. I mean, you guys have the necessary pieces. And like I said, you know, obviously the AFC, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. And so I'm going to be looking out for, for who kind of, kind of, kind of, when it doesn't settle, who, who's, who's there? We're looking forward to it, man. That's, yeah. the, what do you want? You want to be tested or you want, you know, to get the easy way by, you know? Like, nah, bring that on, you yeah. know? So you well, do what is hard, life will be easy. Mm. There it is. Say that again. What are your aspirations after football? Again, we know business, man, but what, do what, what do you think I'm doing right now, man? Let's okay. continue to build, man. Like, okay. I'm really big into real estate, you know, built up an empire there. I have like, like 100, commercial, 100 units like, what, right now. Okay. So, yeah, it's all residential. Residential stuff. Um, okay. we have, yeah, we have some multifamily, you know, we have some single family, you know. Here in California? Or you Col so, Colorado, Missouri. Okay. Uh, I'm building an app right now. It's an engagement okay. platform that like you can get things signed. You can game with people, like people that have influence and to be able to engage. What's with the, the name fans. of the app? It's called Experience. Okay. It's named Eckler. Okay. Okay. Experience. Okay. Eckler Experience. Okay. Okay. It's just it's just experience. No, I know. Yeah, I got yeah, it. So, <laughs> short as X for short. Um, it's right, not gotcha. live yet, but just it's coming out. It's in the beta phase, uh, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I got you. I got you. Okay. So building on that, and then. Uh, obviously putting out some of my own content, uh, continue yep. to do that, continue to be exposed in different ways to different people, uh, fantasy football, mm -hmm. um, big one right now, obviously, and then obviously the NFL, yeah, that's uh, one of my yeah, jobs, of you know, course. main thing, the main of thing course. right now is my biggest, biggest opportunity, but really, my goal is to continue to plant seeds in different industries and different things that I'm interested in so that I can grow those. And so like the people are like, oh, what are you going to do when you're done? Like, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm mm -hmm. just trying to grow, man. I'm growing as much as I can, as fast as I can. You know? awesome. And so when I'm done, I just have options. Yeah. That's what you want. You want to have when, options, right? So you're not like, oh, dang, I have to go do this. No, go do anything I didn't, you want to do. Connect. I didn't connect with people. I didn't you know, be proactive when I was in the league. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. How excited are you for the upcoming season? Oh. Obviously, like I said, you guys finished strong, but it's just a little bit short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like I said, like like you, you mentioned it, and I, I mentioned it earlier. We both all alluded to it. Every year is different. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? The team that, that were hot going into the playoffs last year, it's been like a, what, six to eight-month gap, you know what I mean, before the season starts. So you can't just rely on what you were doing and what how hot yeah. you were then. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of time that has lapped. Teams have changed. Mm -hmm. Personnel has changed. Mm -hmm. This, not and the other, new players going in, mm -hmm. out. How excited are you about this upcoming season I mean, with what you know that you have on the roster? This right is now? That's what I live for. Like, we, right. I talked about my fulfillment. Like, I'm looking for new opportunities. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's it's what every season is, man. It's a new opportunity for you as an individual to establish yourself, but then also come together with, collectively with a team right. and try to establish yourself and make a run, too. But you know how it is. You, you gotta take, we take it one game at a time. Yeah. Yeah, we're, sure. we're playing the Raiders. We play where we left off with the Raiders. Yeah. You know, and so yeah. we that's know, gonna be we know Raider matchup. Nation is going to be in our, in our stadium. Ooh, that's going to be a good yeah. matchup. Oh, yeah. They got some oh, yeah. new pieces over there. They got oh, yeah. Devontae Adams coming oh, yeah. off from the AFC West. Hey, Yeah! What's the toughest conference in football? Uh, we'll see. Yeah, as far as the consistency and the players we got, yeah, yeah it's it's making a contender, uh, yeah. contender for itself. Man, sure. you t I mean, ooh, this is gonna, the AFC is going to be strong. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, you yeah the West is strong. The West We're going to find out strong. who's real real quick. Ooh, real quick. Man, real quick. man, this is going to be, ooh, y'all about to kick this thing off mm. right. And we're back to back, too. We go Raiders, Chiefs, Thursday night. Oh mm. man, you love it. Boy, two. Oh boy, y'all go. Oh, oh, two. Wow. Oh. You gonna put him out there? Like, now, now, you see what I'm saying? That was a dog. Y'all going two. I don't know. 
as a cop. Golly, you gonna put him out no. there bad like no. that. No, I'm just messing with no. you. No, shoot, we uh, appreciate you coming on, man. Good luck yeah, this year and all. Do your absolutely. thing. We're gonna be rooting for yeah, you. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Go get that no, Pro no, Bowl no, too. No, no, 20 tubs. We'll see. We'll see. Dude, I'm 20 tubs, baby. Trying to push the bar. Always trying to push the bar. That's disrespectful, dog. 20. 20 tubs, bro, and no Pro Bowl? Who, you voted. You know, you won the uh, voters. I barely even watch. I don't even think I watched one of his twenty times. But I know I'm, I'm right here in the backyard, so I know what's kind of going there on, though. There it you is. Know what I mean? There it is. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Get your popcorn ready with Austin Eckler. Austin L.A. Chargers, not the San Diego Chargers. See y'all next week. Peace. Yeah.